Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My husband and I were leaving on a date night, and her babysitter was coming over. She knows and loves and just was freaking out. Don't leave me for 20 minutes, just crying. And I was like, what is going on? It finally clicked. Welcome to the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co-host, Ann Tuttle-Brown. I'm desperate for some help. I'm a type one and my daughter is a type one, three and a half year old. When I tell my daughter that she can't have something right now or she can't be doing the activity she's trying to pursue, I'm often met with the most epic tantrum I have ever seen in my life. She absolutely screams and yells and her face turns purple and she reaches octaves that hurts the dog's ears. I watch other kids in my home and have a one-year-old son. I feel like she's really hurting the others with that type of screaming. I have tried everything. I cannot do this anymore. She's supposed to go to preschool in the fall and I would never send her because I just couldn't do that to another teacher. I am so lost and really need help and guidance. This behavior, if it's true to what she's saying, is extreme. So that's always a red flag, this extreme need for being heard. And so if you've gone down the kind of typical, what are the child's emotional needs? What, how do I discipline this? Cause and effects, I, you know, giving them consequences. Now she is young, so she's three, so there's not an ability to reason with her. But the thing that comes to my mind when I am presented with these extreme behavioral scenarios is what's their diet? We have some really interesting statistics nowadays. 60% of all school-age children in the United States are considered overweight. And then there's a phenomena. You um, explain this other, if your child isn't necessarily presenting overweight, overweight, they are like... It's called thin on the outside, fat on the inside. If you were to test the liver of a child that's thin and a child that's overweight, if they're unhealthy, the fatty liver will still be the same. So that they're not necessarily prone to... It's a state of health. Yeah, they're not prone to weight gain, but they have the, on the internal side of things, they have all... They're compromised. Their body's They are compromised as if they were overweight. And so this says to me, especially in the... uh, All children are more supported by a healthy diet, but these statistics have tripled. The overweight percentage has tripled since the 1970s. Now, I was raising children in the 90s primarily... And we go back to the 70s. And pre-70s, we didn't have a lot of processed food. Fif- the 50s where they kind of reintroduced the processed food experience mm-hmm. where box cereals became the thing. And it sort of represented that fact that you're doing well economically, you could afford these more convenient foods. But pre-1970, we ate a more whole foods-based diet. Simple. And now we are into the several decades, I'm a believer the fact that each generation, if you come from a family that's had a more standard American diet of convenience, processed foods, 
fast foods have, are on a huge increase. You know, you didn't have fast food options in your hometown in the 70s, 80s, 90s, like you do nowadays. You're going to choose those just out of a sheer time factor and budget factor. There's dollar menus, you know. So this adds up. And all of a sudden, some of our children are now the brunt of these dietary side effects over decades. Could your child actually be, this extreme behavior is provoked by being compromised internally, physically on the health level? So I, I would have a parent examine what did they eat for breakfast? What, you know, trace the food history here. What are they craving? What are they asking to eat? Because a lot of times kids will get addicted to the sugar, the high simple carb experience. Their body's craving it because it's learned that's the fuel it needs when actually it needs the opposite. It needs complex carbs. It needs needs balance. It needs needs healthy fats, proteins. I have my uh, minor in my uh, baccalaureate undergrad work is in nutrition, food science and nutrition. I was always very fascinated by nutrition, food as an influence to our bodies. And And I've done a lot of research on my own. A ton. You've done a lot. Uh, That's something I invite parents to consider before you take your child for a medical diagnosis is to, on your own, examine their diet. Now, you may think you're doing okay when really what your child needs is a complete overhaul. You know, is your diet primarily a whole food, meaning they're not eating anything out of a box? The earth grew it. The earth produced it. And the closer it is to its natural state, yeah. the better it is, the yeah. more whole it is. That's what whole food is. Do you look at ingredient lists? Do you see how many ingredients there are? Grams of sugar. Sugar's in everything. Yes. In fact, if you look at the sugars, they should be in single digits. You can per read servings. on any label, mm-hmm. per serving, if the sugar amount is in double digits, avoid it. That means there's more. It's going to peak their blood sugar. It's going to spike it fast, which will provoke this kind of behavior. And then they'll have a crash, which will provoke the other extreme of misbehaving. So they're being fueled into these behavioral disorders by the foods they're eating. Is your child vulnerable to certain foods having an effect on them? Now, this can be a very overwhelming world because we're all eating every day. And as a parent, it's your job to get your kids food. And so and kids can be picky. And there, once you go down, you know, you say, okay, I want to make some changes. You can get um, blasted with so, so much information. Okay, do I go gluten-free, paleo, vegetarian? Does everything need to be organic now? And it can be super overwhelming. So you need to use your intuition as a parent and just take it one step at a time. Well, a type 1 mother, in the case, the uh, question was submitted by a type 1 mom. If they try and go too far into it too quickly they'll fail at that because they won't be able to hold the change. It's too big of a change. But the so first thing I would start with is, what does your child eat for breakfast? Is it coming out of a box? You know, are you buying even even Cheerios that, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of cereals. Okay, you look at it, you got pasteurized skim milk option, perhaps, and so you've got um, void of nutrients and fat, and then you've got a high-carb breakfast yeah. cereal. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of sugar without a lot of nutrients. Mm-hmm. So can you replace that with some oatmeal 
and some cream, mm-hmm. throw in some fat, throw in some butter. Can you replace it with some eggs and so, a green smoothie or mm-hmm. a protein smoothie? There are a lot of simple options. I've got my type three, six year old, she'll eat a lot of variety. My type two, two year old, it's been a different story, but he has some favorites and they're good and they're clean. That's my, is we just keep clean option. He loves good meats and he loves some noodles. Doesn't eat a lot of veggies, but as long as we've got a good balance of carbs and proteins mm-hmm. and high fats, for me, that's what I'm focusing on. That's mm-hmm. what works very well for him. And it may be met with some pushback because you've trained your children. Their bodies are responding, and they think they need these foods. And so Jenny, would she'll get in these phases where she'll, she'll kind of treat her type, her type 1, one nature. She'll mm-hmm. go, hey, we're cleaning things up. And she just will... She'll starve them out. Overhaul. <laughs> <laughs> She'll just say, well, they're going to just eat it at mm-hmm. some point because I'm not offering the other. Yeah, don't buy it. Yep, exactly. It's not in your house. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see any of those foods in our home. You don't see them in your home. Mm-hmm. And it's since I've gotten more educated on what um, a carb is in our world and how high carb the American standard American diet is, and they're not complex carbs. They're simple carbs. Well, and they're not met with that fat to help balance they're not, it it's out. About, there's no balance Your body digests those carbs. It turns into yeah. sugar. If you meet it with a fat, it helps slow down that process. Yeah, if you start to count carbs, you'll be amazed how many carbs your children are eating between their snack foods and the things that you're feeding mm-hmm. them. And now, the reason fat is so important is because it helps brain development. So you got to mm-hmm. get that in their diet to help. And so with... Um, Meats or fats, oils, um, nuts. There's all sorts of things. There's so many resources available, and I think it's interesting. In the last five to ten years, there've been su- there's been such an emphasis on whole eating again because people are seeing the effects of what the standard American diet is doing, and there are amazing testimonials of diet diet changes mm-hmm. and the effects that it have on children in their behavior. Yeah, well, we're close. You know, fifty years into this being the we're, we're, you know, you're seeing, as you said, these side effects and being able to tie it into diet and go, we got to yeah. get back to basics. And, and even if it's like, even if the three-year-old's diet isn't terrible, what's the diet been of the generations? And is there some compromise there? And she needs a rebuild of this nutrition that she's lacking. A great resource is a blogger that made this change in her own children's lives called 100 Days of Real Food. She can enroll you and get you started, so it is doable, practical, and affordable. She breaks it down. You just there's a, you can start with ten days. She has great cookbooks, great resources on her blog. We've used her, and just a lot of really kid easy recipes. Now you had mentioned getting out of your house. We don't have candy in our house. We don't have a lot of sweets in our house. We'll, you know, we'll make we'll make cookies and we'll make sweet things. But it's all coming from whole ingredients. And so my daughter went to a birthday party and came back, came home with a bag full of candy and she had eaten and she knows how I feel about sugar and so she's always she's a little prob- bit timid she showing. probably was thinking okay I gotta get as much <laughs> as I can and she brought it home and there were all these wrappers there were probably 10 pieces of candy that she'd eaten little little fun sized pieces but that's way more candy than she's used to eating and I was like okay well give it all to me you can have one more piece for later because I don't want to like rip it out of her hand I don't want her to leave home when she's 18 and eat all the junk food in the world because it was so confiscated at home, you know? So I'm trying yeah. to strike a balance and I'm trying to teach her to listen to her body and yeah. do what she feels is correct. And so I took the candy and about three hours later, major meltdown. My husband and I were leaving on a date night and her babysitter was coming over. She knows and loves and just was 
freaking out, don't leave me for 20 minutes, just crying. And I was like, what is going on? It finally clicked. She had so much sugar and I thought it would have been immediate response, but this was, I guess, after now her blood sugar had kind of dropped and Mm -hmm. she was just reacting. I pointed out to her, I said, Katie, this is not your normal behavior. Do you think this could be connected to all the sugar you ate? I kind of just left it at that because I, again, reco- don't want to be nagging. Did she I say anything? I could tell she was thinking about it. I don't think she was in the mental state to be <laughs> reasoning. But And after that, I said, okay, because I had kind of been, you know, it's the time of year with the holidays. You're eating more sweets. And so mm-hmm. I said, Katie, why don't we go off sugar for three days? And if we can meet that goal, we can have a movie night on Wednesday. And so we kind of checked in with each other. And she said, Mom, I have my goggles. I'll see you at work. I'll know what you're eating. She, and she had some goggles that you gave her, actually, where she could see what I was doing. So Like we were a seer? Yes. Like, <laughs> I'm looking through my crystal ball. Grandma gave it to me. No we kidding. I don't from, recall that. Yeah, I don't recall that. Oh, I'll hear about these goggles. <laughs> I could the, sell those. That's right. <laughs> the point is we were keeping each other accountable. We did the three days. We had our movie night. And so... I love having these conversations as a family. You know, what does your body need? I'll say, eat three more bites. I'm done mom eating dinner. And I'll say, Katie, ask your body, how many more bites do you need? And she will. She'll she'll talk into her arm, body, how many more bites do I need? (laughs) And sometimes it'll be two. Sometimes it'll be five. Sometimes she'll be done. And that's what I'm really trying to build ultimately with my children is I've done a lot of research. And I have an understanding of what I think is correct and appropriate for our family. But I don't want to just nag on them and say, this is how it is. I want them because they all come with their different preferences and tastes, which I've really seen with my two-year-old. I want to help them develop an understanding of how to support their body and give it nutrients and be drawn to that naturally, not just this is what mom wants me to do. That's great. I teach that practice in my book, Mastering Affluence, how to create physical affluence. If you need some support and understanding how to create that kind of interrelatable experience with your body and then be able to engage your children in that practice. Mastering Affluence really does a great job of teaching that. I'd also say that in this approach, you think of giving up sugar. I'm not willing to give up. I eat very healthy. I eat a low-carb diet, and I'm not willing to give up my yummy foods or my baked goods or my sweets. And so the product that's my go-to, Lacanto, a low-carb sweetener, is a natural plant product sweetener that has no sugar. As we understand sugar, it does not spike the blood sugar. It's a sweetener without the side effects of sugar. And it's actually very palatable. It has similar sweetness factor to sugar. It's, it's the best a, sugar replacement that we It's found. the best one I've found. I've tried them all. There's quite a few on the market now, but... There's a link in the copy, Lakanto. L-A-K-N-T-O. Yes, I, I'm a, um, it's a regular product now in our home, and I bake cookies. I make, I use almond flour versus, because I don't eat grains. Yeah, I was going to mention that's another option, is even if you're not buying new, buying a sugar replacement, cut the sugar in half in any recipe, and you're going to be just yeah, fine. right. And play with other flours besides just white flour. Um, mm-hmm. almond flours there's also a gluten-free flour you can just kind of mix it up variety it's going to get more variety mm-hmm. into your kids diet you may find though that some of your whole food and more healthy recipes as sweeteners require honey or maple sugar but they do spike the blood sugar still so if getting off sweeteners that spike blood sugar is helpful for your child's brain 
I know that's my primary reason I do not eat sugar is for my mental health. I do not, my brain is compromised if I give it sugar. I've been off it now for two years. And when I do have a, something I want to try that has sugar as the sweetener, I'll eat a small portion just because I cannot, I'm not, I you don't have the effect, yeah. appeal to it, but I'll notice that spike in my blood sugar. My brain gets foggy. I get very sleepy. It affects my mood. And then I have to come off that. So I'm very aware of the effects because I eat so little of it. So it is affecting your children. Sugar has been incorporated as a standard. Yeah, we've, we've kind of glorified it. <laughs> You know, it's this wonderful oh, man, addition so to our I diet. Mean, just notice too, Corn you, sweeteners, yeah. Ooh, they're are almost you, everything. Are you using sugar as a reward too? You know, yeah. or a celebration, and it has, you know, it doesn't it has its place. Whatever you can have a birthday cake on your birthday, but it needs to be balanced. But when you're dealing, let's go back to the original question: extreme behaviors. My, my first thought is always, what's going on with their diet? Oh, These extreme are extreme behaviors maybe need some extreme changes, some yeah, tr- extreme modification. Much. That's a good point. So your parenting practice this week is evaluate, could the meltdown be connected to your child's diet and make one improvement to your family's diet? Thanks for listening. For more support, go to thechildwhisper.com where you can purchase the book, subscribe to our weekly parenting practice email, and find a transcription and audio of the Child Whisper podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review. If you have a parenting question, please send it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.